Hello friends, my guest for you today is a Bitcoin millionaire. I'm actually going to go Skype him or Zoom him from my laptop because he's on the other side of the freaking world. He is one of my closest friends in the investment world. I asked him so much about like investing in startups and what's going on with Bitcoin and crypto. And most importantly, like we, we go more into detail on actually how to become successful. So if you're listening to this, you're like, well, Mike, you know, uh, this is a crypto video. I've never done any crypto. I don't know if I could get any advice from it. We actually talk more things not about crypto than crypto. And if you've never heard about crypto before, then you're actually gonna learn from someone that actually taught me a lot. But seriously, we talk about so many different things. Most of it is how to invest your money, okay? Uh, for some people, most people suck at investing. The reason why is because they're not getting it from the right source. None of this is financial advice, but this is me getting financial advice from a Bitcoin millionaire, guys. Welcome to the show. My guest for you today is Chris from MM Crypto. Intro. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Can you hear me too? Yeah. Have you been, dude? Very, very well. And you? Yeah, I see you flying business class. I'm like, ooh. First. Yeah, it was the first class. <laughs> I don't know. Which one did you see? Uh, I don't know. It looked, literally looked like um, you were eating good, though. In the, It looked like really good food. Um. Yeah, I, I have to know the airline. So the last one I flew first, but usually I don't fly first class. I fly businessman. Yeah. <laughs> and that was just a little bit over the top. But I have an agency and they buy up um, loyalty points from other businesses who don't use them. And then I get it for much cheaper. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I use that too. Uh, what, it's like some based off of China, I think. I forgot what they're called. I think they are different ones. This one I'm using is called Easy Point. Easy Point? Okay. Yeah, maybe it's a different one. Yeah, usually it's and not... I got the first class one for like fifty five percent discount. Dude, I was uh, I was gonna fly economy, I think, to um, Croatia from Asia, and then the business class one was like only like maybe three hundred dollars more. I'm like, yo, dude, it's no brainer. Yeah, yeah, dude. So what's been going on, bro? Like, like so much has changed. I feel like since you visited last. Yeah, I mean, for you and for me, probably. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm following you also a little bit. I see you switched over a little bit and not doing so much courses, but you meet very high net individuals. You do your podcast with a little bit of a new branding. So yeah. I really like it. Mm. Dude, but very the original nice, podcast was between me, you and Ian, bro. Those were like the first podcast when we were just like talking, you know? Uh, Why did the next so 100x SICO? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Good old times, man. Good old times. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, dude, I, I wanted to ask you a question because um, everything that's – you probably experienced this too. Um, you know, the more high net worth individuals you start talking to in different industries, you start realizing that there's business opportunities by literally kind of like mixing and matching certain people. And you know the best because, I mean, you'd, you'd advise for some companies and you literally can see how there's just like new opportunities – elsewhere than like the traditional ways of what everyone else is like talking about like either drop shipping or even like back when we were doing icos like there, there's so many different ways the moment you start talking to all these people you know 
It's crazy, man. I mean, the, the best and the most decisive changes in, in my life, in my income streams, every single thing came from physically meeting people at different uh, conferences. Mm. So you're right, man. It's always like exchanging informations or exchanging contacts. That's actually synergies, which are so much more powerful than Telegram networking or so. Yeah. So, um, yeah, for sure. hundred percent. What have you been doing differently? Like, we don't have to go too much, like, into details, but... Like something's working. <laughs> um, uh, so are you recording already? We could just cut it out too. Ah, uh, well, no, no, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I, I, we'll yeah. cut it. We'll cut it out. We'll cut it out. <laughs> I, swear, <laughs> no, I swear! I swear! I swear! I swear! We'll cut it out. No, I will. Yeah, I will. I will just go over like the the, the okay the, the stuff, <laughs> stuff, which is actually also interesting to talk about. Yeah. Um. So. One decisive change was when we collaborated with DaVinciJ15 on our YouTube channel that really triggered the YouTube algorithm. He had a lot of hype back in the days and now we are doing a lot of videos together. And just from collaborating in the videos, um, we get the content, it just flows. We don't even prepare, we just yeah. start the video and people laugh it. And um, I, I, I found that idea because many um, successful podcasts, they onboard other guests like you are doing it also yeah and that's how they damn forty thousand subscribers when the hell did this happen bro you have forty thousand subscribers what yeah. what yeah, the hell the what within is going on dude what <laughs> this black guy huh this black guy yeah exactly da vinci that's the guy we do one to two videos per week sometimes i onboard other people like john mcafee and stuff and we just talk crypto you know wow this is amazing dude what dude last time i saw you you were like yeah, like like not that much yeah, yeah i know it was like i don't know 8k or 7k or so yeah but dude. The, the biggest stuff like happened since february or march or so yeah like the the hordes joined us and the, i think the subscribers are not so um crazy if you look at the average views per video that's actually i don't know like top five or so in the crypto space yeah dude especially in like a bear market views. huh especially when there's like no hype you know yeah i know and that's why i'm, I'm aiming for like millions of views per video once the bull market comes I oh mean, you're just... like positioning yourself Ooh, dude this is amazing right now, that's the hardest times man it's the hardest times that it's only the smart guys which are still in the market i mean a little bit of dump money joined but the majority of people the majority of our audience as of right now it's very very smart people yeah i'd rather take those like like same things happening like right now with ours like um where of course like we're taking a hit on um views but i know like the people that are like listening in dude they're so freaking smart man like the people that have yeah, been reaching great. out like I'd rather just have like less views and more smart people. Cause then you could actually like do collaborations with them instead of a bunch of like people like for example, in the crypto market that's just like, but, but, but like what's the next ICO? Like they don't even care about doing any due diligence. You know, they just want to like get rich quick. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I will miss that the ratio actually in the bull market because the ratio will definitely go down of the smart people towards the total audience. But yeah. Um, it's also great to have a huge audience, but I know what you mean, especially the conversion rate is huge if you have smart people and also the lifetime value of every, if you want to put it like that, it sounds a little bit cruel, but if you want to put it like that, the lifetime value of every single viewer is so much higher yeah. if they are smart, you know? Dude, this if, is... if, if someone joins like on the top of the Bitcoin price, mm. it's like, 
the, the journey with them and you, it's just them from getting like from, from rich to poor. But right mm. now we are going with everyone who is listening right now, we are going from poor to rich. And that's such, such a great journey, you know? You know like beautiful. in a few weeks, month, or maybe in one or two years, every single one of our viewers will be very wealthy. Mm. I can't wait for that. Man. You know, it's actually really beautiful. It's like, and, and we're like recording all of this as we're like realizing it. Like, you know, when we first met in uh, like, was it? Pattaya. Pattaya, dude, like two years. Was it two years ago at this point? It was in January 2018. It's like nearly two years ago. Dude, and then just even like this past two years from like me trying to get some Wi-Fi and then you, and it was actually your Wi-Fi, right? And then, oh, dude, there's- Fuck, like that was my Wi-Fi, man. It was, dude, yeah, man. I need to tell you like what we're moving into because what we see is it's, dude, it's so weird. It's literally like, I feel like everything that I learned in the- when we were going from crypto event to crypto event and then meeting with these like high net worth individuals and then starting these projects in the, um, in the blockchain space is I feel like there's this new opportunity that's realizing with all of like the entrepreneurs, because what's going on right now in Asia side, right. To just like give you a heads up is you, you kind of have like the maturingness of like the travel entrepreneur. Right, so everyone's coming in. They, they initially came here for our work week and then what you start seeing is now collaborations are making and now people are actually creating like some serious like startups, you know, that are actually like creating like some crazy change in like the emerging markets. They don't necessarily have to be like blockchain based, but like now after talking to all these people and even like seeing how everyone could work together, it literally seems like there's this huge, huge opportunity for yeah. entrepreneurs just in emerging markets because all the talent is leaving America. They're leaving Germany. They're leaving all these places. And then they're, they're escaping, for example, to the East. And then they're like doing their little four hour work week. They're, you know, like buying freaking um, coconuts, like for their friends, like on the beach clubs, like when you came over here. But then now everyone is almost like maturing in their business, you know? Yeah, man, it's, it's just crazy to see. And every day I'm like, dying from gratefulness because I stand up and I meet people on Telegram. If I travel, I meet, I mean, every single person I meet at these conferences, it's always so great to talk to them because like all of them are smart right now. And some of them are billionaires. Like, honestly, I met a lot of billionaires within the last right. few months. It was just crazy. I met the CEO of Goldman Sachs in Switzerland and right. we had a party together. He was the DJ. He's not a billionaire, but he's so, um, powerful you know and also in switzerland we met a lot of billionaires and it's crazy like to just stick on their brain and let them talk and just listen and listen and listen mm. and all this networking is crazy and what you said especially in crypto blockchain um all the companies which has um developed throughout the bear market like binance or Bybit, they are making billions right now in the bear market i mean binance is making a higher profit with I don't know, a few hundred employees than the German Deutsche Bank um, with thousands of employees and um, tens of years of history. And they are already making a bigger profit um, in a quarter rather than the German Deutsche Bank in a whole year. It's just so crazy. And if you are as an entrepreneur coming into the space and just getting a small little cut, it is already so easy to make millions per year. It's just incredibly amazing man and i think mm. once people join during the bull market it will be already too late yeah. i think the bear market is the exact time when you should position yourself no matter, matter if it's like affiliate marketing or i don't know influencing or anything else mm. um, i think the bear market is the best place to what, what are you like positioning yourself for now in terms of because like, like 
Like out of all the people that I know, you're the one that's like the most into crypto still, even in like the even like Sasha, right? Like I, I met Sasha because of you, because you like uh, he was like, hey man, you know, like Chris from MM Crypto told me, you know, I'm Sasha. Yeah, you know, I remember. I'm founder of the big forum. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's up? Like he's not even focusing on crypto. He's just focusing on like the form. Like you're literally the only one that I know like yeah. that is actually still deep in last it. Man standing. the last man i knew you would be the like because you love it so much you know yeah man i'm just crazy about it but i think especially like in january february march that was the most horrible time for bitcoin when the price was at three thousand or so that was the exact time where i met the most influential and the most important people because when the time when there's blood on the streets not only you should be buying you should be also networking because you had no competition in terms of networking i was at an event in switzerland and it was after the world economic forum and it was like 25 people there really 25 people but each and every one of them was so freaking smart because they were standing there after bitcoin was going down 94 percent and mm. that was the exact people you want to be networking with it was just crazy man so yeah. being the last man standing in it in such a huge growth market is actually a good thing i think so you're like you're like youtube channel kind of turned more into like a podcast at this point right it almost seems like in a terms podcast. of the collaborations you're right but yeah. uh, it's still video you know mm. so we we are still doing video it's it's um it's ta technical analysis um yeah we talk about different investments but still from time to time like every se second video actually um we are doing videos where only me i i am and i'm sharing my thoughts um yeah. our thoughts of mm crypto and we are doing without any guests so who's, who's this guy it with is the kind mask? of a mix who's this guy with the mask <laughs> Why is oh that's that his name is crypto face and i don't know for some reason he doesn't want to show his face it's a little bit strange for most of the people it doesn't look really <laughs> like but it's it's a very it's a very new economy based niche so i think he, everyone can do whatever he wants it's a little bit strange yeah but yeah he's cool he's cool damn dude well, 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 shit, like, okay, so I, I wanted to, like, hit you up because I wanted to ask some advice because I feel like you know a lot about investing in business. And I think if ever I was going to ever make, like, a big investment into something, I would probably ask you first because, number one, if it's, like, a dope deal, I'd want you, like, in it. Because, you know, we, like, in the back in the days, we we're, like, always, like, trying to watch each other out to, like, help the other person out. Yeah. But, like, you're also, like, one of the smartest people when it comes to, like, investing, you know? So is would investing in tech companies would that be like the similar approach to how you guys were looking at blockchain companies should be the same right Yeah I mean right now my or our portfolio actually consists out of bitcoin and cash so um usually Ray Dalios he says don't try to outperform the market we are doing that right now because I can or we can see the recession coming and um Tech companies, it's great. We will come to that. But usually being invested in the Dow Jones, the S&P 500, as of right now, it, you just have to look at the unemployment rate, at the um, bond yields. Like everything is pointing towards a recession anytime soon within the next, I don't know, six to 18 months. Um, and if that goes down, we can see like cash being a good position and also Bitcoin being a good safe haven in the mid run. Um, in terms of tech companies, it's very like the profit on tech companies. If you want to buy equity um, in high growth potential startups, I think the profit lays into the buy-in price. So if they are giving you a good price, high shares for a low amount of money, or I don't know, um, low shares for an even lower amount of money, then it might be a good buy, especially if they are growing, if they're in a good niche, 
even in a recession, you can heavily make money with that. So it really depends on that. Um, but for most of the tech companies out there, the prices are overvalued. I mean, you have to watch Shark, Shark Tank. Sometimes you know Shark Tank, right? Yeah. Um, it's like three or four entrepreneurs coming there and saying, yeah, Ray, give me 500K and you get 5% of our company. And then we are talking about like 10 million valuation and they have zero profit, zero revenue, like maybe a small MVP with this, which is most probably even shitty. So most of the tech companies are overvalued. But And you have sent me one tech company. It looks very promising. Um, I didn't look at the valuation right now. But um, if the valuation is good, it might be a good buy. But yeah. it's very important, um, the terms you get in, the percentage you get for what price and the um, derived valuation is the mm. most important metric, of course, besides the team and the product and the growth potential mm. and stuff. One of the things that I'm like seeing, because like as I'm podcasting with all of these um, guests, like, dude, some of them are the smartest marketers that I've ever met. You know, some of them are like doing so well, it's so young and they're, they're doing like so many businesses, like in a specific niche. While because I'm speaking to so many different people from so many different industries, like I'm starting to see different use cases for specific skill sets that they're not using because they're stuck into the one industry, you know? So like um, one of the things that I'm now seeing as like the opportunity is like even not like investing in some of like startups, right? Because like, for example, do you, do you remember when like Ian would like want to make money in crypto? He wouldn't necessarily... Um, put in his own money sometimes he would just either advise or uh like put the right people in place to make the projects up and running i think you did the exact same thing too you know sometimes you didn't invest in a project but they'll give you equity in terms of you know like like tokens at that point but like you know at the exact same time it had like some type of value uh yes like what do you see that would you rather like almost create like a service for some of these people because like now that i'm me, now that I'm here and I'm starting to even talk to more startups, I'm like, dude, there's so many people that I know that I could introduce you to and that if we literally just had this person work with this person and then we had this connection with the Bank of Singapore and then we give you this advisor with the exact same startup that you're doing, but he's already successful in a different marketplace, um, then this project could like freaking work. Would you sometimes not even put money and just like like take equity by advising or something like that? It's a good it's a good question. So either you put money in and you get the shares that's like money for, for it, or you trade your time. But I think the best thing, I mean, if you advise you trade your time against the shares, and time is also very valuable. Yeah. So um I think the best way would be something like to add the most amount of value with the least amount of time you put in, actually. So if you can advise them and add a lot of value without putting in too much time, I think that would be the best case scenario. Just from experience talking, advising usually also always takes a lot of time. Really? So, like, well, how, do you, how, do you, how do you advise these startups or companies? Because now that like I'm freaking interested in that because I'm like, dude, there's all these people making so much money. I just want to like advise them to make even more money. Like, How would you set up because you just consult all the time with like B2B and I'm more like this guy that just entertains people, right? But now I'm like, okay, now I want to I wanna get a little bit uh, piece of the pie, right? Um, what, what are like the consulting deals that you'll do when you do like B2B? Um, so right now we have slowed that actually down, but um, back in the days, especially from people coming out of the outside of the crypto space, yeah. um, if you have a lot of knowledge, you can already with some connections to your network or with, I don't know, a few Skype calls add a lot of value. And um, 
that's how we did it back in the days and that's how you could probably also do it you have so much knowledge in different fields yeah and people coming new into your niche you could actually with a low amount of time you can add already so much value but as of right now we have slowed that down a little bit because especially everyone is looking at bitcoin and the token valuations are pretty much down and um, everyone is only interested in bitcoin so um, i think our main focus at the moment is on affiliate marketing um, whereas when the altcoin market evolves again, or we can see the trend like mm. being on the on the on the verge of evolving, then we will um, do it approximately like we did it before and start advising companies again. But as of right now, um, mm. I don't think it it would make a lot of sense in our specific niche. In your niche, it will make a lot of but sense. But like, so so you're like preparing because because it's all it's all like um, this is the biggest thing that I'm learning with like the crypto market was it literally was the perfect education for me to learn how to deal with like startups and b2b and like you know valuations and, and like i like i remember when i had the realization i was like dude this all fucking makes sense like i feel like i mr miyagi it like karate kitted it by like learning crypto right so yeah, you're like in the bear market right now um you're positioning it you're gonna get to the point where the bull market happens and out of all the lone survivors you've been the one that's been like the most pushing out content consistently Ooh, back when you had the green screen back when i had to back when we didn't know how to communicate so you know i was like looking you were like dude you need to edit the green out. i was like i can't fucking edit the green out I, i'm just gonna make you like slightly less green um there's gonna come a point where you're gonna start advising companies again so how would you do that for example at scale or do you just pick one company to advise in for like three months and then you just like keep on going or is there like like a vesting period where you're like okay i'll work with you for three years i'll get on one call once a week to review your systems and then i'll slowly start like getting more equity as time goes on like how, how does that freaking work um i mean i think what we will do is when the bull market comes we will more um, collaborate with exchanges because exchanges they make money no matter whether, whether the price is going down or whether the price is going up they always make money it's like selling gold shovels to people you know yeah, like yeah. The, the sellers of gold shovels they always made money even if and that's very cruel even if the people digging for gold were dying they still made their money by selling the shovels so exchanges are approximately like that and um what was the question again i just uh, just, just like, for example, um, like not even crypto related, but because you've dealt with B2B so much in the past, say like, for example, that one company that I was like, dude, what do you think about this? Um, I'm either looking to either investing or giving some sweat, sweat equity and then advising and making it because it seems like really promising, especially if you listen to that recording of our conversation. Um, but yeah, dude, I just like, for, for example, for me, I, I don't want to like, I, Dude, I've already chased the money before in the past for like easy, quick money. And I, it always mm. ended up burning me out more. I ended up just going back and like leaving like my main purpose, you know? And then I'm like thinking like, okay, well, if I don't set deals up right, then what could happen is I'm like, I have this like beautiful opportunity to like talk to like some of the smartest people in the world, like yourself. And then while I talk, you know, so many people also learn from my point of view too, because like, I'm literally like the dancing monkey idiot that's learning from, you know, smart people like MM Crypto, right? Uh, dude, you <laughs> are the smart guy. Just stop no, talking yourself. Dude, but what I'm saying is like, what I'm saying is, is like, I don't want to then go too far into, because I've talked to so many people in the startup world too, man, and they're all going bald, bro. They're all going like bald, yeah. they're like stressed. They're like, dude, like I haven't slept in five years. And I'm like, I don't want that. 
I'm, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm working one hour per day right now, like really? sometimes two hours per day. Really? But I, yeah. I, I want to put something out. So, for example, there is this traditional way you invest, okay? That's okay. Um, all, you, all you advise. So, you trade time or you trade money. Um, but there is something else, like you can create so many different kinds of synergies right now. I'm looking out for, for example, there is one exchange and there is another exchange. And there's this exchange offers, for example, leverage trading, okay? Yeah. And then there is another exchange which does not offer that. But this exchange offers a white label solution. So you could probably connect this exchange, which doesn't offer it with them, get the white label solution over to them, and then they can um, offer this very, very successful service and you get a cut from them. And this exchange was actually, it's only one example, was acquired by another company and they acquired like, for example, 150,000 users at once. And you can get a small little cut of the commissions of the, all these users only by connecting them. And then it's such a small little thing, getting on a dinner with them, connecting them, create the synergy on board this one service to the other exchange. And you get, for example, I don't know, two, three, five, 10, 15% from that commissions only from creating that small little synergy by getting them to together on a dinner table. That's one example of, of creating huge amount of value only with a few hours of um, time you put in. And that's it. Afterwards, you have lifetime commissions in real time. Like that's the big thing, you know, and it's only one thing which just shot in my head. How do you, um, so, there are so many different opportunities. How do you, so, so here's like another thing. This might just be like scarcity thinking or whatever. Um, but like, for example, there's so many times that like I have someone that I want to introduce to someone else and I know they're going to do good business together. And I actually, most of the time, I actually just throw them together and I don't want anything in return. I was like, oh, like I'm just going to give you value because you need to meet them. And I know something beautiful is going to happen. And I know just in the future, like something will come back to me, right? But there's always like this fear. I feel like that so many people have that, oh, well, if I introduce this person that can be the solution to that person's problem, sometimes they might just like cut me out of the deal, right? I know what you mean, yeah. So how, I mean, usually... Sorry, what? Oh, you were saying? Yeah, um, usually you are right. What you are doing is you just trust the universe, you, <laughs> you, you create energy, and you expect the universe to give, give you some flow back in terms of energy. And that works in the long run. Yeah. Usually it works, but sometimes, especially now I was talking about two businesses. Yeah. I mean, you can be cruel and you can tell them, all right, guys, I will provide the solution for you. You get this service, um, but I want this amount of commission. Is it fine for you? Either you get no cake at all or you get a smaller portion of the huge cake. So and you tell the exact same thing to the other party, you know? So I mean, German, if it's businesses it. and not friends, you can be yeah. cruel. Yeah, I need to do that, man. I think sometimes I'm too nice. I'm like, dude, like you need to meet this person. He's like going to help you out. All right, yeah, I'm going to go over here drinking coconut, you know? Yeah, I, it, it depends. Man. I, I would never ask you for something. Like if I connect you with someone, I would always do it for free. <laughs> but if I'm talking like to huge badass exchanges, man, why shouldn't you take a piece of okay, the, of okay. the pie, right? I think I think, yeah, because when you're dealing with that, you're dealing with like companies that do like hundreds of millions, if not billions. So you're like, OK, yeah. there's like, you know, I'm going to get a percentage of this. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, and, and otherwise, in your network, you always want to add value as much as yeah. possible. And the universe will be very good to you, mm. of course. Yeah, I just but, never want to be like sleazy because now, like, my network is just getting like disgustingly insane. And I'm like, dude, it's like, like, there's like this this voice in the back of my mind. It might be like the little immigrant boy that's like, no, you're going to be broke. Like, you have to get like some money. You have to, you know? But then I'm like, fuck, what if I just let them meet? And then have them create an epic success. But then, who knows? There might be like just crazy amounts of future investment opportunities, you know? 
Yeah. No, I don't know. I think we have to distinguish. But usually if you're dealing with great people, it, it will always come back to you, man. Yeah. I had so many people where we just added value, added value, added value, and it 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 it, it just flew back. Mm. For example, I, I invited one influencer to an um to an event. I um got him everything for free. I was always very nice to him, and he was afterwards sharing extremely valuable information for uh, with me. And I never ever expected something in return. Mm. And the information he gave to me, it's just so much more worth than all the free stuff I got for him beforehand. Mm. So I think usually your approach is just perfect, especially when you're dealing with persons, with single entrepreneurs. It's perfect. Like usually it should flow back. Yeah. And um, you probably know that from your own experience, right? Yeah. I think, I think the more I get more into like, like big business, not just like, oh, you know, like, let me make this YouTube video and just like upload this thing and then send it to Chris and then remove the green. So like he's a floating head because <laughs> for some reason, crypto people like being floating heads in the freaking yeah. Thing. Um, yeah, like I always think it, it's like different, but dude, it's oh, fuck. actually that that's like a really good realization. Thank you so much for, for bringing that up, dude. This is like a little coaching call with Chris MM Crypto and Mike. <laughs> Man, I'm looking forward to get something from you. Also, are you are you planning to to go back into crypto? What's your what's your way right now? What is your your business actually right now? Because I'm only seeing these, um, I'm only seeing the the podcast. I don't see so much ads anymore. Yeah. Um, your your courses, which are great, I checked out some of your courses. I, they were amazing. What, what's what's going on with all of that? You, you are you doing drop shipping? What, what are you doing yeah. right now? So, um, like in october i think no no it's fucking october right now it's november no i turned off every yeah, single sometimes i don't even know I the month even right. know. you're like you're, you only care is it bull market is it bear market you know it's like you're like i don't care because exchange businesses man um no so everything is now just really focused on partnerships right like how can i leverage all the skills that i have and connect with people who their weakness is my strength and then my weakness is their strength right so for example, like the first off was, um, my partnership with Chris, like we literally like, like I invited Chris, he's like one of my friends, my mentors, you probably saw like the thing. It's like meet the man that makes $1 million per month profit. Yeah. Um, I saw that. He's yeah. pretty dope, dude. When nice you come back, when you come back over here, dude, I gotta like introduce you to him. He's like a smart ass guy, dude. Um, like, and then we were talking, I wasn't trying to sell anything. He wasn't trying to sell anything. We were just like, okay, can we just like talk authentically like a conversation? Because I feel like more authentic conversations need to be shared to the world. Kind of like even like right now, we're tr we're like making content right now, but dude, I would also have this conversation with you even if the cameras weren't on, you know? Um, exactly. And then- It would be a little bit different, be a little bit more dirty jokes and stuff, yeah, but yeah. More, more <laughs> dirty jokes, especially like when we <laughs> hang out at the bars and we're just trying to buy each other beers and then we almost fight over the bill or whenever we uh, convince everyone that it's your birthday at the restaurants. Oh. That was so cool. I still have the video, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like I said, I, I had this conversation with this guy. I wasn't trying to make any business from it. And then from that one business alone, the first month, like from that partnership on accident, which is what I'm finding out, like I stopped selling things that I thought the people needed. I, I turned off all the courses. So I was making zero money. Literally, like I had all this overhead. I was like, okay, I need to go back to the source. I'm like, okay. The problem with making money is it prevents you from thinking of new creative ways to make even more money because you get stuck with it, you know? Like even like the solution that you found right now to make like so much money in the back end, you would have not figured that out if you hadn't lived through a bear market, if you not survived past 
the shark infested water and had you of like quit. You know, you literally had to go through certain steps and certain negative um, punches to the face for you to be like, wow. Dude, like 12 months were horrible. We made nearly zero money. We lived from our savings. It was crazy. Dude, that's why I was trying to pay the bill when you were visiting, bro. I'm like, dude, it's a bear market. No, 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 no. I can't no, like, no. I, I can't like, because it was not there was no money coming in i had still money like i was able to travel and stuff yes. but i was getting poorer and poorer and you know this bamboo tree thing yeah where you plant the seed and like nothing is happening and you are depressed but if you look beneath the surface like everything is spreading out and at one single point of time you have the explosion and everything comes out like crazy mm. and the bamboo tree grows like one meter per, per, per day or per week i don't know like that was the exact thing in the beginning. I mean, you probably know that from your career also. In the beginning, just fucking nothing happens above the surface. Yeah. And at one single point of time, this it, it explodes. It, it explodes. And up until that time, I think that's the selection process where everyone goes out, everyone quits, and they don't want to uh, stay there anymore. And if you just survive that time, after the explosion, like mm. all the synergies, all the network you have, everything makes sense and, and it grows. Mm. Yeah, and, and even like just from that one thing of the bamboo tree thing growing, right? It actually ended up sooner than later the moment I like, for example, took off all the things that we were selling. So I had this conversation yeah. with my mentor that I actually met at Singapore um, at, at the blockchain economic, the, the, I don't know, whatever the forum uh, was. I know which one, the, yeah. the, the Beth Blockchain Economic Forum. I remember going there because I remember uh, we were waiting for a deal um, like in the telegram group, I don't know if it was like loom or it was like some other thing where like, dude, we need it. Like no one was sleeping, bro. We were just like, do you have deal flow yet? I was like, I don't have deal flow yet. You're like, okay, I'll wake you up. If, if the account gets, <laughs> bro, but like I, I got so sick. Cause just like never sleeping. I think you never slept. Like, I think out of all the people, we were the only ones that were glued to telegram waiting to just invest in these projects. Um, I fly over to this place. I ended up meeting Chris. I haven't talked to him since that moment you know i learned so much from like these underground internet marketers and then after i learned it i just like left and i just started working by myself um but then i had this conversation with them i haven't talked to him in like over a year and a half at this point and i was like dude let's just catch up let's not sell anything i just want to like you know I, I don't even feel like we had a deep conversation so we literally talked for like an hour and a half um two hours we weren't trying to sell anything he just came from the gym um i looked like severely homeless and i was like hey chris like let's have a conversation and it was the most authentic conversation that that ended up blowing up and then from that one podcast alone turned into a deal where the first month's revenue was like three hundred thousand dollars and, amazing and what was the revenue coming from from a from a course so or? what what happened is we weren't trying to sell anything but then when we did that authentic conversation what happened is people started like we didn't i didn't even tag him in the youtube video because he doesn't have like a personal brand and like his instagram is just him like with showing his six pack and stuff like that so i was like okay i don't i don't know like this is more for like a personal like accountability picture than you know a mainstream thing but dude from that one um like conversation it ended up blowing up and then people were still finding him and dming him and asking, can I buy something? And we didn't have anything to sell. And then in my mind, I was like, dude, we shouldn't sell anything. We should give value. But then he just, even though like his Instagram link wasn't there, people started finding him and DMing him every single day. Like we need to buy something. And we we're like, fine, fine, fine. We'll sell something. And then we created like one webinar, which like the first day did like $70,000. And then we like closed the month with like just a little bit under 300,000. 
And then I'm like, nice. I'm like, fuck, dude. That that was literally from one authentic conversation. I need to have. And more. I saw it, man. You had a massive clickbait. I don't remember like something like making hundred thousand in half an hour or something like yeah. this. It was a huge, massive thing. I, I clicked on it and I enjoyed the episode. It was actually great. Was it that one? It, it was one of those. Um, like, yeah. like af- ever since that, I was like, okay, how can I just have the most epic conversations, people? And like, for example, even this epic conversation, some, someone in crypto might be like, wow, this is freaking crazy. Like, Chris, we need it. Like, I need you. Like, can I like send you Bitcoin? Like, what's your freaking Ether wallet? And you're like, no, we're not selling anything. We're not selling anything. And then bam, you know, it's like, I feel like there's so much opportunity when you seek authentic partnerships and you also bring everyone into the world like on what the deal is, you know? But yeah, dude, like, so ever since I had that conversation, I was like, fuck, I'm just gonna have as many authentic conversations as possible without selling anything. And then one by one, I just started almost like seeing the freaking matrix. And I was like, dude, I could connect you with the first podcast guest and I could connect this podcast guest with like, the eighth podcast, yes. And I'm like, dude, there's like so much different opportunities of just like making people link together and oh. having them create something epic. Even as like an investor, like if they create something epic, I'm like, dude, I could even like invest in this. So now what I'm trying to do is like humbly record my entire journey as I'm like learning all this on the go. Like even right now, I'm like, Chris, dude, I haven't talked to you in a while. Like last time we, we spoke, like we were at, freaking at the bars or, and we were like faking your birthday like last year and some shit. But then I'm like, well, fuck, if I'm going to learn from someone that I like super respect when it comes to like investing in companies, I'm like, dude, what if like we were just record it and then everyone else also kind of learns in on my behalf, you know? Yeah. But yeah. That's no, but it's amazing, man. It's amazing. I, I know we wanted to talk about investing in equity investing, but there's so much more to talk about, especially like I, I remember I was mm-hmm. doing investing and you were doing affiliate marketing and now I'm going over to affiliate marketing. You're going over to investing. It seems like we're just switching back and forth and exchanging the different business models. Mm. Yeah, dude. I don't know. There's just so much shit that's going on. I'm just glad this is all recorded for like when we're older and we're like 80 and we're like, dude, man, like, remember that one time? Yeah, man. We will look back like being billionaires and stuff, <laughs> having 50 million subscribers, 100 million subscribers. Oh, my God. <laughs> Looking at these videos, man. It's great. It's great. Do you ever think And about- you're right. Like, if you are not trying to sell anything, if you just only honestly to provide value, it's the best thing ever. And it's yeah. like the universe giving something back to you. I was at a, um, at a conference in Moscow just two weeks ago, and I had a speech. And I listened to five people speaking before me and every single one wanted to sell something. They even started with selling something. Uh And I did this speech. Yeah, honestly, I did the speech and I didn't even introduce myself. I forgot to pitch MM Crypto to the people to let them even subscribe. And it was like 500 or 1,000 people in the audience. It was crazy. And then I was just trying to add value and made made the whole thing without. I, I just said, I, I think I said I'm Chris. I didn't even mention. Him because I just <laughs> hey, I'm Chris. I'm Chris, guys. Let me talk to you guys. Yeah, man. It was just crazy. I forgot about it, and it was like zero selling involved. And afterwards, I went from the stage, and something crazy happened. Hundreds of people stood in a line and they wanted to make selfies with me. It was so crazy. Everyone wanted to make selfies with me. And the organizer said it was the best speech of the freaking conference. 5,000 people attended the conference. 50 speakers. Crazy, man. And afterwards, we got so many follow-up emails and messages on uh, Telegram. 
because we didn't want to sell anything. We just genuinely wanted to add value on stage to the people. And I'm pretty sure, and I wish everyone the best, but I'm pretty sure the other ones didn't get so many follow-ups, yeah. um, if any. And I think what you said, like without trying to sell anything, that's the best. And mm. of course, in the end, you can say, all right, guys, if you like it, if you want to learn more, I mean, you, you, you don't want to make a whole sales pitch. No one is listening. It's, they just cut off. No one likes advertising. Yeah. So I think just adding value is the best, um, the best, I don't know, magic formula mm. for the long run, right? What's like, how, how is like your, um, your, your plan for like wealth change in the past like 12 months since we last talked? I mean, in the beginning, I started with in the wrong way. It went well. It went well. But I started with investing. Usually, you should be focusing on cash flow first and then on investing, right? Okay. And um, I think that that's what we are doing right now. It, it went well. But of course, in the bear market, it went bad again. So right now, building up the cash flow in the bear market and then also investing on the sidelines is the best thing in the bull market. And, and I think that applies to every single niche out there for you, for everyone. Mm -hmm. You need the cash flow first and then you want to be investing. So um, I think cash flow is always first and um, then you can look at investing. If you don't have cash flow, what do you want to invest? Like a couple of grands that won't make you rich properly, right? Hey, 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 but remember who started off with a couple grand a couple years ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, but of course, like the mindset was not on the, I, I, I wasn't yeah. able to handle that situation, right? When the bear market came, like I should have exited, of course, on top of the bull market, but um, like we were always crazy believers we and we rolled high, all dude. the way down. Dude. And um, if, if, if you would have an income stream, you could like cost average in and, um, and lower the, the yeah. average cost of your portfolio um, on the way down in the bear market. And if you don't have a cash flow, if you don't have a running business, which creates consistent cash flow, you are not able to cost average down below. Mm. Yo, so do you think you're going to stay in the, the crypto market or do you, do you think, what, what are your thoughts on like, for example, say someone wants to create, um, like, cause, cause like th there's multiple opportunities that are going on right now. There's of course, crypto is always going to be an opportunity because it's like the digital currency of the world. And then you have, um, newer emerging markets where, for example, there's this company, iFlix who literally just took the Netflix and then just niched it for Asia. Right. So now you have like all these companies that have proof of concept that were succeeding, for example, in America, and they're taking that and they're just like moving it over, adding a little bit of twist. And then now they're able to tap into an entire marketplace that's untapped because they're coming with like the, the respect of culture, right? Like Amazon is Western company. If it goes, for example, into Syria, right? After Syria goes through like whatever conflicts they have, like, and it's just some random country. Like, of course, the world is always going to develop. Like, people are going to need to catch up with the rest of the world. So it's like the people that turn these emerging markets into something that, like, catches up to the rest of the world. Like, what happened with Singapore? Like, in a span of a short, like, amount of time. Or even, like, Dubai, right? Like, literally out of nowhere, like, so much money was made. Um, to, like, to just have capitalized in that moment in time, you could have made, like there's going to be, I feel like so much billionaires in the future in our friend group, because there's literally so much freaking opportunity, you know? So like, what's your exactly. thoughts? You think you're just going to stay in crypto or, or you want to do emerging markets focusing on cash flow? Yeah. Um, so as definitely I am, or we also with my co-founders, we want to uh, emerge on other markets also. But as of right now, the momentum is so crazy that I still want to stay all in, in the crypto market. Of course, it's not, 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 
look at anyone like Tony Robbins, Ray Dalio, any, everyone is diversifying into different uh, fields. Yeah. But right now, the, the, we have four, four year cycles in crypto. The momentum is so crazy and we are on the verge, most probably on, um, on the next bull market. So we want to put all our resources into crypto right now. And then once this is emerging, we will de diversify out of the market into different other fields. So for example, in Dubai, the um, real estate market is going down right now, already 50%. It will go down more because they are building like freaking crazy. Everything is built on, on top of that. So the prices will go down more in a recession, whereas Bitcoin as a safe haven is most probably going up in the recession since it is a finite supply, since it is actually built, it is designed to, to save the people from the recession, to save the purchasing power. So once the Bitcoin goes up and the recession emerges, then we will diversify out and that will be the true leverage, of course, and go into other fields like equity, real estate and stuff. Um, but I want to actually wait for the recession to emerge and for the Bitcoin bull market to emerge more to the upside while um, real estate and equity and stocks and stuff will go down. Mm -hmm. And I think that will be the perfect timing once everyone wants to go into crypto and everyone wants to exit real estate, everyone wants to exit, um, I don't know, like shares, stocks and um, equity to go markets. Into crypto, to go into crypto, you freaking go do the opposite. Then I'm off, man. Then I'm freaking out. Like when everyone wants to come in, when, when I have the grandmas calling me, like, how can I get in? <laughs> then I will tell them, all right, grandma, please, please just secure your money. But that will be for me, it will be the signal to stay out of the market and maybe buy some real estate in Dubai, buy some real estate in Germany. Um, I don't know, maybe scale into some um, high potential companies when Damn, the um, valuations are going down. Just when that time comes, let me just put my baby money next to your crypto money. <laughs> Dude, your money is so huge. <laughs> Don't play down, play yourself down, man. You are so Dude, successful. I'm, I'm wearing, I just wear the same t-shirt every single day, bro. I'm just like podcasting Dude, with my friends. I got this t-shirt for free. This is <laughs> not financial advice. Shout out to Ian, man. Oh man, what, what what is everyone else in the crypto space doing? Like Ian and Superman, are are they um are they like uh, innovating and adapting to it or? Oh yeah, Ian is super smart. He he is not giving up. Like he's losing a lot of um, reach. Yeah. But he's still building in the back end. He's building products um, yeah. like token metrics and stuff. Whereas Superman, he made a lot of money, and I don't, I, I don't want to say anything against him. He's a smart guy. But he actually released a video if two or three weeks ago um, that he's quitting or that he is pausing right now. So he's actually not doing anything uh, at the moment. Um, funny enough, one day after he announced that that Bitcoin went up like 30, 40%, <laughs> it was pretty funny. But um, yeah, so some, a lot of crypto influencers, they actually quit within that year. And some people are coming back, some people are not coming back. So, but Ian, as of Ian Bellina, he is still building in the back end here. And he's also releasing content. Dude, I'm like so excited to see where we're all going to be five years from now. Because what you said, um, you're like, man, you know, the market cycles is every four and a half years. And I'm like, I'm like, when did I build something for more than four years? You know, like I've only maybe built something for like something deep for maybe a year or two. Even like my YouTube channel is like the most long term thing that I've ever built. Yeah. And that's still maybe like two, three years max. So it's like, dude, we don't even fucking know like what a market cycle is at this point, you know? Yeah. Like, you ever think about that? Like the Ray Dalio's, the Tony Robbins, how much crashes, recessions did they experience and know exactly what to do when the time comes? Even like listening to what you said, I'm like, 
fuck, man, like that is so smart. When everyone then goes into crypto, that's when you're actually cashing out and then going into investments. And then when everyone's like, oh, man, it's like crashing. We got to sell our crypto to go back and buy the freaking real estate assets. You're like, oh, now it's time to freaking get the freaking crypto. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually crazy. I I am really hoping for the recession and it would be the perfect timing that we have the Bitcoin bull market and the recession on the other hand. I mean, the recession is inevitable. Everything is built on top of um, debt, actually. The um, ECB, the Federal Reserve, they are printing money right now as we speak. They are printing so much money, buying government bonds uh, bonds and pumping the money into the economy. It's crazy. Everything just survives because more money is printed, and you have things like this, which is which is uh, which is a good, and you have money, and money is infinite. It's it's actually an infinite supply potentially because they are building more and more and more. Whereas watches, for example, or real estate, they they are not infinite, and especially for watches, they are keeping the supply down. So. Everything is getting more and more expensive, um, but at the same time, your purchasing power decreases. So the the recession is inevitably to come. And if you look at the the unemployment rate, it is at an all time low. So you would actually say the economy is doing great, right? If the um, unemployment rate is down, you say the um, economy is doing great. But I tell you, there are a few different years where the um, unemployment rate was also low: two thousand eight and two thousand one. Mm. You know what? Uh, two thousand. You know what happened afterwards? Immediately afterwards, as the unemployment rate was at 3.5% in the US, for example, you had a huge, massive recession, the dot-com bubble, the real estate bubble. So um, you see the prices on the exchange being very high, um, like this, um, the S&P 500, the Dow Jones, and also the unemployment rate being low. But the economy is doing actually really, really, really bad. And the only way it survives at the moment is by printing money. And that's why Bitcoin is actually a very nice safe haven because you have infinite supply. It is very sound money. It is decentralized. You don't need an institution approving your transaction from A to B. And it is a little bit like gold, but much better because it's borderless. So um, everyone watching, everyone who wants to get into crypto, only invest what you are willing to lose. And very important, don't get into all these scam schemes. Start with Bitcoin and um, like, don't don't listen to all that noise out there. Buy and hold, and maybe cost average in. I just wanted to put that out. Maybe like two or three people listen, and in a few years they will come and say, "Oh, Crystal and Crypto, thank you so much." And you got to show them the <laughs> shirt. This is not financial advice. I'm actually thinking, yes. I'm actually thinking of like the the clickbait for this. It's gonna be like. Getting financial advice from a millionaire. And then we just lead it with like, guys, this is actually not financial advice. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No and financial no financial advice, guys. Like it's 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 the most riskiest place in the world. Yeah. But from a risk reward ratio, if you are yeah. looking for Bitcoin, if it is getting a world reserve currency, um, it's a, th- a potential thousand X. Mm. So the risk reward ratio, even though it's extremely risky, is still much, much better in um, rather than in stock markets, equity markets and mm. stuff. So from an investor's point of view, and then just like seeing uh, how my channel has evolved throughout, like even the past year, what would be like the best action steps from MM Crypto to like Mike Vestile? What do you mean? Like, like, should I just double down and just focus more on cash flow, or should I start actually peeping into investing, or should I just really, really only focus on cash flow and then start partnering with people who are better at the investing, so that I can just focus 
on finding new ways to cash flow? Mm, I, I don't know your cash flow. It's probably amazing cash flow for you. So um, you mentioned that advising stuff. If you are able to advise with um, with your knowledge and have yeah. value without too much time, and you get equity, why not? Okay. But um, like you should always have cash flow. Mm. Investing is just something you do on the sidelines with your cash flow. You know. You know. Yeah, I think I think because because I'm feeling I'm feeling the the excitedness again, and then especially when I'm starting to hear about tech companies and being a part of like the ground floor. It literally reminds me of how I was um, in the crypto days. And it's like, well, if I just hit that one project, you know, it's like, I never have to do anything. You know, it, it's almost, it's, it's coming from the uneducated investor mind. I feel like, and, and I'm aware of that. That's why I'm like, okay, before I do anything hasty, I'm going to talk to my German friend over here. Who's the smartest when it comes to finance. And I'm just going to like run it through him. And then you're just like dropping nods, like left and right. I'm like, thank you, Chris. Thank you so much for like guiding me in the right path. And it, it's actually dope, dude. Like, seriously, I'm like, fuck, man, I just feel so blessed to be surrounded by so many smart people, you know? Yeah, man. Likewise. I'm so happy to talk to you right now. And, um, I hope I will be in Bali very soon because I want to Pick you up your brain that. also. You said that you're going to be here in the winter, bro. We are waiting for you. Oh, yeah. But you know what? Like, I was still... This year, I had 45 flights already. 45? Yeah, yeah. 45 doing? flights already. So I was traveling a lot. It's just that Bali wasn't on my list because there was no big convention and stuff. You're literally just going... 45. So you've just been going from, like, crypto convention to crypto convention to crypto convention. Yeah, I'm literally only coming back to meet my family and to wash my things and <laughs> repack my, my, my suitcase. Wow, and then I'm again. I will fly out in like, in, in, wait, in 12 hours, my next flight is going actually to Malta. Serious, dude. How do you know which events to go to? I, I mean, we get invited. They, the events, they reach out to us and then they give us speaking slots and stuff. Most of Dude, the that's so fun, bro. Like You're li literally living like a... Like, are you, are you recording all this as you go to, or are you just like, how, how are you doing this? Cause I feel like these are epic. I should, man. I should, man. I should build up a freaking Instagram. What also. are you doing, bro? Like, it's only like I oh. see you as like the Gary Vaynerchuk of Germany, but like, I feel like you could also tap into the Western market too. Cause you're like dope as hell. Um, but like, wait, actually is MM crypto just a, no, you're in an English channel now, right? Yeah, only English. Only Dude, English. I want to be there when this gets to a million subs and I'm like, hey, guys, fun fact, MM Crypto was a German. Dude, and we, like, owe you. we owe you. Definitely you will be on there, man. <laughs> we owe you. You, you had us on, all, on your channel like four times. So yeah, yeah. That's yes. Let's do it, man. Oh, man. Well, whenever you want. <laughs> Bro, we're like, what? Dude, I literally see you as like the Gary Vaynerchuk of crypto dude like putting out like these not financial advice advice and then just like inspiring <laughs> people and no like really just sharing what it actually takes to succeed dude like when the bull market comes everyone's be like wow like you know money's making easy but then they're gonna listen to this and be like dude like I, like when chris took 45 flights in a bear market what the fuck 45 flights in a bear market bro like yeah. people do that Maybe people will do maybe half of that in a bull market and you're like doubling down when everyone else is depressed, like what Warren Buffett talks about. Exactly. Yeah, I, I told you about the networking. Like yeah. oh, without the traveling and I would still like sit here in my like living room studio kind of thing. <laughs> like, 
we, 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 wouldn't, we wouldn't have met so many great people. We wouldn't have had all these collaborations, all these information um, about income streams and stuff. And um, also, I wouldn't be as inspired for creating content to add value to the audience. That yeah. all, all of that comes from traveling. It's, it's, Dude, it's actually great. You need, you need to just like hire like either a videographer or you, what, what you can actually do is um, reach out to your current audience and just like hire an intern. And the best intern will then like not only first work for you for free, but then you could give him like a lane to grow in your MM crypto company, you know, as you grow as well. And he's going to be like, kind of like how, uh, like you get sweat equity in a company. He could literally get sweat equity, but in terms of like being a part of your core network as you like blow up, you know, like, dude, if I that's exactly what we did. That's exactly what we did. Yeah, we did. We did. Um, we did a posting, and then fifty people applied, and we onboarded uh, five people actually yeah. for our team and our team right now. Yeah. Are they making just content for you now? Oh uh, no, no, no! Like the content is it, it's a core competence. We are still doing the content, yeah. but we have an editor, we have a community manager, um, we have a videographer. So yeah, of course, we 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 already did that, but. I, I know there's there's still potential to the upside, but yeah, I mean we we already we had someone who made white papers for clients, and then we have our community manager who is also now community manager in other communities, and he's earning yeah. much more money with that rather uh, rather than just I don't know going into a conventional job. So that was definitely a very good decision for him also, and he started doing it for free for us, of course. That's like for the so yeah, that's exactly what we did. That's like for the delivery for your clients. So, but like, like I'm talking about, like for example, your brand, like you know, Chris MM Crypto, you know, like because like, dude, that's just freaking sick, dude. Like, imagine if you had someone document what you actually did, those 45 different flights, going to these different conventions in the boardrooms, recording the conversations, and then you posted that and everyone literally saw the hard work ethic that happened in a bear market. Like, that'd be freaking sick content, dude. Yeah, man. And also, I mean, the people don't even know, but I, as I told you, 12 months, we were making nearly zero money. Like, imagine how much, How I mean, it's insane. We had so much motivation doing all of this freaking stuff, like going nearly broke by paying the freaking flights and, and getting no money, pushing out the, putting out the content. So, um, yeah, man, that was actually crazy. Happy that th these things changed. Mm. Um, another 12 months and we would have been broke. But yeah, I mean, the, the bamboo tree already exploded and it's growing ever mm. since. Yeah. So when you go to these places, like how do you network? Because <laughs> how you network is like a lot different than how I learned how to network in the crypto market. <laughs> Oh yeah, I remember. I remember. You you did a lot of it in the beginning, but afterwards it was only Telegram, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, like in the beginning, it was like, okay, get these motherfuckers drunk, and then and then find a way <laughs> for them to like allow you to invest in their company. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that does it. Didn't change. It's still drinking some alcohol. Yeah. Um, it's usually always these networking events on fancy places, on skyscrapers, and here and there on restaurants, and then we are drinking and just like. Um, getting information from this person, providing them information, and then we can see if there are some synergies. It's actually um, the traditional way of networking just in fancier places with nice drinks and food. Mm. That's basically it. And then, of course, afterwards we do follow-ups. But, um, yeah, you meet the people again on conferences and at one specific time, sometimes some kind of business evolves out of that. Or at least content. Mm. Yeah, man, you inspire me to, like, double down now, which is podcasting, because... All podcasting has been for me was just like an excuse to network with people intentionally, you know?
like like you actually want to like for example here it's like we're, we're kind of like doing networking right now and then like it gives us like an excuse to basically share information from both of our experiences to see how like any experience that i'm going through could add value to you and then vice versa right so it's like dude podcasting has been like so big in terms of networking and it's also good because then if i want to be lazy i could just like sit here and then like i could just like fill that side with just a bunch of like epic people and then just like learn from them you know yeah man exactly yeah i hope i can meet you soon i unfortunately i'm not going to bali right now it's um, malta and then singapore and um then thailand when are you going to thailand and philippines uh, it will um thailand will be i don't know i think from the 14th of november for five six days but only kozamui oh. and then philippines will be after the 18th or 19th of november maybe for two weeks or so Okay. Are you going to be in the Philippines? I'll be in Thailand until the 12th, but like in Chiang Mai. Oh, yeah. yeah, I will be in, oh, I will be in Singapore, but I was invited to a Chiang Mai conference um, starting from the 12th, but dude. this one was already, yeah. Bro, it's crazy, down. dude. Like uh, in Chiang Mai, they're having this thing called uh, Loy Kerpar or whatever. It's like they literally filled the entire sky with like, like fire lanterns. You ever see that in movies? No way. Like thousands, bro thousands like the, the entire night sky turns into like this giant just like magical disney movie so you're going there for for this kind of event yeah and my sister is there and then my dad's gonna be heading over there too so it should be like a good yo your dad is cool man i saw him on some some videos yeah. he's so freaking cool man yeah dude he's freaking crazy man he's like our boots yeah, on the ground in the u.s while everyone else is like escaping He's very cool. So, and and um, Philippines, are you going to the Philippines also? Um, I might go to the Philippines uh, to see like my grandma or a bit. Like, are you going to go to Manila or Cebu? I will land in Manila with uh, at the airport probably. I didn't book the flights yet. What are you doing out there? I don't know. Uh, no, only landing and then, I don't know, Palawan and... Are you doing I don't like, know. for business or for pleasure? No, but, um, Philippines, I Singapore is business, right? and um but but philippines is only like vacation it's my first pure vacation without business actually this year dude i could introduce you to like some people that could maybe like show you around one of them was like the smartest dude that i freaking met he's like 23 he has like 300 um employees he dude he has like a lot of um he builds a bunch of like e-commerce um like uh solutions for different uh, countries he literally is from canada and he just comes in like in a random country and just like do a majority of like their e-commerce sales and he's like one yeah. of the guys that i'm like thinking I'm like wow that skill could be a different use case for like a different company i don't know like whenever you deal with like uh bigger companies and you need help with marketing like i don't know he's, he's just like a good good guy to have in like your rolodex if you ever go back to advising he's pretty dope i'm down i'm down sure for sure bro. Is, there, is there any way i could add value today to you today bro i just feel like i, I want just, to add value to you man let bro, me know I, i'm just like i'm just like man i feel like chris just taught me a bunch of like the secrets dude like how can i add value to him man yeah i mean it's it's your podcast if it wouldn't be your podcast i would have asked you so many questions about your business dude, no, model no, no, what no, you're this, doing right now this is this is everyone's podcast dude like this is like i i when i when i get someone on like the first thing that i tell them is like okay this isn't my podcast we're just all right so what's your main income stream right now okay so the main income stream right now is the initial partnership that we did with chris that's the first thing that we're building out and ultimately what that is designed for is 
like we're building it like a startup, right? So for example, initially I would be the product development. I would be marketing. I would be sales. I would do like customer service. I would be in charge of the user experience. I would be there like being the community manager. I was doing all these hats. And one of the things that helped is when you start like studying like startups and you realize, well, okay, why, why would, why would I do that when like, for example, I don't know, Jeff Bezos or Mark Zuckerberg in their entire company, they'll maybe get, I don't know, 20%, sometimes even less like 15% of the entire company. And the rest is just given a shares so that everyone feels yep. inv invested actually grow. Right. So we initially just started creating this like a startup. So I was like, okay. We're going to do like a rev sharing model where it's like, okay, this will come in. But instead of me focusing on all these things, I'm just going to focus on my higher level things are networking, um, podcasting and working with the marketing team and the creative team. Right. And we had someone come in and he's like doing all the operations and infrastructure. And then Chris is only focusing on product development. So he's making sure that like our customers and our clients and our students are continuously getting results. Right. So we're initially building this right now. And that's like, our biggest bread and butter right now. Um, we then got people on for YouTube ads and Facebook ads, but we're building this mostly in tier one countries. Uh, you stopped seeing the ads because we started like 80-20ing it. So, I mean, most of the US, Canada, UK, New Zealand, um, and UK, and then a bunch of like second tier countries. I think we're going to start scaling out to Germany, but then we, we accidentally scaled too hard and then uh, it yeah. kind of like broke our funnel a little bit. So we had to like do a lot of fixing. So did your conversion increase ever since then? What? Did your conversion rate did it increase ever since then? What what do you mean since the ads? After you did the 80 20 thing. Yeah, yeah. so actually it, it's funny because there's so much moving parts right now and then um it, it's just like a newer project that we're literally just throwing shit together while spending a lot of money to then fine tune the entire system, right? So that we could literally mm -hmm. we, we want to go as fast till something breaks and then we can just fix it. So that has been the main thing. Um, but intention wise, that's just also a means to an end. Like it's great that, you know, Chris gets to be the one that delivers the product because he makes a freaking million dollars a month profit. But we're not talking about like revenue. We're not talking about a million dollars a month in like crypto gains. It's like real asset cash, you know, like you could liquidate it and then like buy fucking assets with it. Um, the, the biggest goal with it though and i'm taking a lot from like gary v is the the most important thing even i think in terms of investments and um you know startups and you know getting into like the right projects earlier on and you you could be of course like a testimony to this too it's it's how can you create something that just gets you more long time lifelong attention to whatever cause that you have you know mm -hmm. Because no matter if it's a bull market or a bear market, if you're authentic, if you're somebody that people can trust, like, and respect, and you're always in the forefront of actually helping people, you will never actually personally have a bull market because you will always be valuable in any market. So that essentially, the moment we're like tweaking, because like some days we'll like 3X, sometimes we'll like 5X our um, return in ads, but then some days we like fuck up and we'll lose like, for example, 10 grand in a single day. And you almost like, it reminds you like you're in freaking crypto again. I'm like, okay, damn, we lost 10 grand. Yo, we should like freaking chill for a bit and then see where we're fucking up, right? Um, the biggest asset I think is since the product's so good and people are coming in and getting crazy results, that literally turns into the funnel that then just buys more eyeballs into our little ecosystem that we have going on. And the beautiful thing about it is while we're spending all of this money, 
what happens is people go to the YouTube channel and then they see like a collection of all the topics that I'm interested about learning from. And then they start finding the most authentic resources to then learn from themselves, you know? So like, for example, for yeah. this, if I do like a super clickbait, like crypto thing, right? Um, the beautiful thing that happens is when I run ads and people come in, they may come in from the ad, but like some of my friends that I interview, like they have students and like, dude, one of the students came actually from your ad and then they went to the YouTube channel and then they saw my podcast and then they bought from me. And I was like, dude, that's so fucking awesome. You know, like I'm literally running ads for all my podcast guests at this point, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It works like that. Um, I mean, you get traffic from everywhere and you are also giving traffic to all of your, your guests probably also. Yeah. And uh, yeah, what you are saying, I think that's very important. It's also Gary Vaynerchuk. Like he's pushing like, I don't know, five videos a day, like his yeah. assistants probably taking it from speeches and stuff. And this, this channel will survive and also drive traffic to all of his different products in five or 10 years time. If, um, if they look it up. I mean, I, I, I try to watch his videos, but it's just impossible to watch all of them. But um, yeah, I think that's very important. Content is very important. I mean, I think the biggest driver of our success was content, just content where we try to add value to people. I don't know, it's the, the, probably the same for you. You talked, um, you, you talked me about your huge thing with Chris, which is going on and without content, it, it wouldn't be possible because yeah. I, I think you have courses, but always you provide so much content. I saw one video was like two hours or so mm -hmm. in, in advance. And without content and value, you cannot sell anything. Dude, right? But it's, I think it's the most undervalued like play right now in this entire space. Cause like everyone's like trying to see where like to put their money, but the most important place to put your money is to just get more eyeballs with like, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's going to yeah. be so freaking disgusting, dude. And it's like, like, for example, I'll give you, um, like, because we, we were able to figure out how Gary V did it, and we created a bunch of, like, systems and processes behind it, and you could kind of, like, see it slowly starting getting implemented with, like, our channel. Uh, but when you come and visit, you know, we could just, like, show you everything because, like, dude, I would love it if we almost create, like, a syndicate of people that are, like, masters in their own industry, and we just kind of, like, are the Illuminati of all different, like, yes. industries and niches, you know? That's exactly what I want, man. That's Let's exactly it, what I dude. want. And that's also the concept of MM Crypto. It's mastermind crypto, you know? Like, yeah. Where you throw all these different brains together and you, you create something big and you have an expert for each and every uh, field. That's so, so fucking valuable, man. Mm -hmm. I can't wait for that. Yeah. can't so, wait for that. So that's like the big and you know what? Uh Unfortunately, man, I don't know how long this is going on. Oh, no, that's I have to we can head out. We're in 28 minutes. I have to get a massage. I was only trying to do this for half an hour, but dude, I like miss you so much. I was like, dude, I need to talk to Chris. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. That was so great. I hope we can we can meet up soon and maybe get another another call also. Yeah, I think I owe you a beer this time because you bought me the last beer. Um, yeah, but I think, yeah, I, and I, I bought you the ice cream, but you paid the whole bill at the restaurant and that was more <laughs> expensive than the freaking ice cream. And the, so I still owe you. But the ice cream had better use case, you know, so... <laughs> yeah because it was so hot outside it, right? it had it had better token metrics you know what i'm saying <laughs> hey but chris oh. dude thank you so much you know I, I freaking love you so much uh and thank you always for hopping on this call and giving me advice about investing um i'll see you yeah, around thanks also, man. i learned a lot even though it was your podcast i learned a lot <laughs> as a guest yeah dude thanks, reach out man. reach out whenever right sure sure love you bro <laughs>